Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. Chris Mortensen, legendary ESPN NFL insider. Find him on Twitter at Mort Report. He joins us now on the Body Works Plus guest hotline. Mort, thanks so much for the time. How are you? I'm good. How are you guys doing? Yeah, yeah. We're doing we're we're great. Pretty, pretty busy around here. We're, we're pretty busy. Well, that's especially. Good. That's good for it's good for your business, too, oh, you know? Oh, you are so right about that. It's only the sixth time that we've seen the number one overall pick traded in NFL history, and the Panthers are involved, and they're involved in the way where you actually are a part of the exciting part, right? Moving up to number one overall. And your colleague, Mort, Adam Schefter, he said that Chicago had multiple offers for number one, but eventually, of course, Chicago decided on Carolina's offer. How coveted was this number one overall selection in your eyes, as far as you can tell, and how surprised are you that the Panthers are the ones that pulled the trigger uh coveted but not overly coveted uh you know generally listen there's not trevor lawrence or andrew luck or john elway or peyton manning in the draft. as we know even in 1998 and of course jim caldwell was on board there as uh helping out frank wright uh you know it was it was peyton manning versus ryan lee uh in terms of the number one pick overall but what it does uh, listen I, i've heard Pros and cons. My first reaction to the, to, to the trade was different than most people. I did not think the Panthers gave up too much. Uh, now, D.J. Clark hurts. I mean, he's, he's a great receiver. That hurts. I thought it was almost borderline brilliant to keep the 39th pick and give up that 61st. And some of those picks, like if you're talking about a pick in 2025, just, just kind of uh, degrade that to a Whatever round it was, the second round pick in 2025. Right. So really, it's the fourth or third round pick in terms of the, the chart. It's, it's, it's value is, is is not significant right now. Uh, it, it means that you just want to, you know, you got four quarterbacks. I think three. I can't see Anthony Richardson being uh, uh, the first pick. He only has 13 starts in college. Those metrics have not lied. Another metric that hasn't lied is Bryce Young's size. Uh, but I have to admit, and uh, and I just have some bias towards Bryce Young because my son helped coach him at Alabama, uh, and, and so that's just for disclosure's sake. And I and I love what I saw from C.J. Stroud versus Georgia, and he's a prototype quarterback. I think about Frank Wright. I think more prototype. Uh, you know, I'm talking about guys who are six three, six two, six four. But, uh, you know, I think about Scott Fitter, and I say, hmm, Russell Wilson was 5'10". Mm-hmm. <laughs> so so uh, it, it's, it's exciting. I mean, you know, listen, you got the number one pick. I think the trade was fair. I don't think they gave up too much. Yes, it's an out that DJ Clark is now a bear. I mean, yeah, you're right about all the options here. It's really hard to gauge exactly what they're going to do. I kind of want to tap in to your son coaching Bryce Young a little bit here as far as you saying that you do have a little bit more leniency towards Bryce Young. What have you heard from your son? And just what overall, you know, what kind of guy is Bryce Young if Carolina does decide to make him the first overall pick? Well, I'm, I'm now just going to say I, I, I have several sources at Alabama. Right. 
uh, not just not just the one, but I do know that some of them feel like he's the best football player they've coached on that side of the ball, and that's through the years of uh, let's just go through the years of Jalen Hurts and and Tua Tunga Vailoa and Mac Jones and, and and now Bryce Young. You know he's now listen. His he was a five star quarterback coming out of modern day in California, which is a powerhouse in itself. And he did not win the job or play very much as a, as a true freshman at Alabama. Mac Jones actually beat him out, and they won a national championship. Uh, but in terms of when Bryce finally got the reins, he, he's a heck of a football player. Uh, you know, Having covered the NFL for so long, I do know that 5'10", and I'm going to say 190, not 204. <laughs> he, had, he had to eat a lot of Big Macs to get to that weight. But he listen, he's a great processor great playmaker, great student of the game. Uh, teams certainly have already fallen in love with that with that part of it. The only question is they're going to sit there and say, do we really take a 5'10", 190-pound quarterback? That, because it's really not ever worked uh, to a high level. But if there's going to be an exception, especially as we enter a new era of, of football, uh, Bryce probably will be that exception. Chris, what's Brian here? And to go further on Bryce Young and the, and the size factor, what do the scouts feel about the fact that we know the love that the SEC gets as far as the size and the tenacity and the quality of the players there? So what do they, what do they say about the fact that Bryce Young dominated the SEC and why they feel like his size could still be a problem at the NFL level? Well, listen, it's, it's, uh, it is a SEC has NFL-sized players. Just look at the draft history. We know that uh, so many come out of the SEC. And the coaches also get paid at such a high level. You have quality coaches that he's going against. Uh, and, and they actually had a drop-off. I do believe they would have beaten Georgia for the national championship two years ago. But they lost John Mechie to an ACL. And Jameson Williams, when they had the lead in the national championship game, uh, and, I, and I think that they probably would have won that game had they had those receivers. But yeah, I mean, listen, I know Bryce Young is very physically tough, by the way. You know, last year he did have an AC joint sprain, but he, he missed some practice, but he didn't really miss games. And he can take hits with the best of them. And, uh, but, you know, you're playing 17 games against not just big guys, but really smart guys and guys who are men. I mean, uh, there's no doubt it's a different layer of, of, of talent in the NFL. But that's true for every quarterback that comes into this league. There is a transition. There's, there's an adjustment. Anybody who's expecting instant stardom, go down to Jacksonville where the first 15 games of Trevor Lawrence's uh, career, they're all saying, oh, my goodness, he isn't what we thought he was. So you have to be careful. And then turning the page to C.J. Stroud, and a lot of people got really, really on him after the Georgia game, but what was the narrative uh, about C.J. Stroud b- before that game? Because I felt I saw a lot of the same things that he displayed there uh, and that his game was already ready f- for him to be a, a top-five pick. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I think most teams would agree with you. Listen, they, when you look at Ohio State, you also know they're getting the best set of receivers in the NFL, I mean, in, in college football. That's it. The Ohio State has consistently done and consistently developed. In fact, the best receiver out of the group is, is, is Marvin Harrison Jr., right? And, he, and he's not even eligible for the draft. So C.J. Stroud has the benefit of great coaching with Ryan Day and staff and great receivers. 
But you know what? There's a lot of guys that don't make that work, and C.J. Stroud made it work. And what they needed, I think what was what was really the difference in the Georgia game is what's been talked about. He showed some off-platform, off-schedule, I mean, plays against Georgia that just you hadn't seen in his game. And I think that was an encouraging note. The combine, you know, it is what it is. The guy's throwing on air, you know, he shows he's a consistent stroke stroker in terms of passing the football. That wasn't going to – that was true at the combine. It was true during watching his game. So I, I think that – you listen, I think that to me it, it's C.J. Stroud versus Bryce Young. And there are some who do love Will Levis of Kentucky. Don't don't talk about stats and winners and wins and losses and interceptions. I can cite you so many cases where those numbers just didn't work in college. John Elway was a 500 quarterback at Stanford. Threw picks. You know, Matt Ryan threw 19 picks at Boston College. Things change in the NFL. How do they transition to the NFL? So Will Levis also is is uh, is not to be totally discounted. Chris Mortensen of ESPN joining us right now on the Body Works Plus guest hotline. Mort, I, I, you know, how much of this move was made because of owner David Tepper being tired of the retread QB path like Teddy Bridgewater, Sam Darnold, and Baker Mayfield? I would say it's absolutely true. I mean, and, and then, you know, when you look at Frank Reich, you know, listen, he, he saw, you know, what happened with the Colts? You know, when you keep running people through, it's because you think you have a team that's ready to make a run to the playoffs or, or Super Bowl. And and they, they basically had that guy in Philip Rivers, and then Rivers retired about a year or two early for their liking. I should say Andrew Luck retired 10 years too early for what they expected and right before a season. So I think Frank uh, certainly understands uh, having your own and developing your own and, and, and the, the importance of that. But it takes the owner especially when you're talking about a number one pick and a draft capital given up and a player given up like D.J. Clark, the owner has to sign off and be the driving force a lot behind that. Chris, a lot of people are looking at this deal, and like you said, some people say it was too much. Some people say it was just right. But do you think that maybe with two potential franchise quarterbacks at the top of next year's draft that the Panthers maybe should have waited until then to do this? Uh, listen, I can make that argument for a lot of teams. So you're telling me you're in favor of telling the whole coaching staff and all the guys in the locker room, we are going to tank in 2024 or 2023. We're going to lose as many games as possible so we can get Caleb Williams. That's, I, I just don't think that sells well. I mean, it, I mean, go, go, go talk to people down in Houston who – we're still mad at Lovey Smith for winning the last game against the Colts. Coaches, coaches aren't wired like that. If somebody told you, you guys, you just, hey, we want to be the worst radio station this year so we can be the best one next year. <laughs> We're not wired like that as humans. And anybody who's wired like that as a, as a, as a person, uh, I would tell you it probably doesn't work out. I think they're just using me as a placeholder before they get a real good host, and then they'll get like the yeah. Drake May, the Caleb Williams of next year. I think Mort's on to yeah. something. <laughs> it's Chris exactly, yeah. It's Chris Mortensen joining yeah. us on the Body Works Plus guest hotline. I wanted to talk general NFL with you before we get you out of here, Mort. Um, 
Aaron Rodgers could be moving on from the Green Bay Packers. I know one of the more recent reports is that the Jets felt pretty confident about their ability to land Aaron Rodgers. What can you tell us right now on that front and the possibility he leaves Green's, uh, Green Bay? Well, I mean, the word you keep getting is Aaron hasn't made up his mind whether he's going to play or not. That, listen, he's going to make $60 million. He's on the books to make $60 million this year. I don't know anybody that turns that money down. Because even if you've banked a lot of money, I mean, Aaron is certainly aware of what happens. It's happened in Silicon Valley with uh, banking there. And, uh, that you know, I don't know you passed that up. So I, I am in the camp that believes he will be a New York Jet. But I don't know. Adam Schefter doesn't know. Uh, you know, and I imagine with Tuesday being his appearance on Pat McAfee, that maybe we'll have more of a clue. I don't sense a, a lot of panic from the Jets. So that tells you what. That he's probably... They probably know something. Mm-hmm. Feel good about it. What about with Lamar Jackson, Mort? I mean, I know the Baltimore Ravens, Lamar Jackson, they could not agree to a deal, and it's, it's kind of gone quiet as far as the teams that are interested, right? Panthers could have been one of those teams, but they traded up to the number one overall selection. The Saints, they eventually signed Derek Carr. What can you tell us on the Lamar ja- uh, Jackson front right now? Well, you can't you can't even talk to Lamar Jackson until Wednesday. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, call this legal tampering. It's really the negotiation window for free agents. Uh, that's what that's his, that's that's his proper name. And Lamar Jackson, if, when Wednesday comes around, if there are not teams interested in him, there it is a clue a collusion in my mind, a collusion that owners do not want to give up fully guaranteed contracts. In other words, as Deshaun Watson received with the Browns, they're saying that's an outlier, uh, and I think there's a collusion that they don't want to give a fully guaranteed contract. The Ravens have offered him a lot of money at last September. His average per year would have been just under $50 million per year. Only Aaron Rodgers would have gotten more. He was offered more guaranteed money than anybody but Deshaun Watson. So it's going to take a heck of a deal. But I cannot believe that they, we now know the Panthers are going to do what they're going to do. I can't believe the Atlanta Falcons wouldn't be interested. I mean, they have the cap space for it and some other teams. The issue is, Okay, we've got to get a hold of Lamar Jackson, and we've got to get an offer sheet worked out. Can you do that? Uh, the Jets, I mean, the, the Ravens, and this is a policy kind of like developed by Ozzie Newsom, the general manager, former general manager, who still has an office there. When you're stuck, when you're at an impasse, let the player test the, uh, test the market. Most teams believe the Ravens will match almost any deal, except a fully guaranteed deal. So that's what you have to do. I don't know what's going to happen there, but I don't understand why somebody wouldn't want Lamar Jackson. More, what do you make of the Jalen Ramsey trade by the Rams? And do you think that looking at what happened to the Rams over the last few seasons, that teams will maybe stray away from going all in on getting high-priced veterans and stick to building mostly through the draft? Uh, they, got, they got him a Lombardi trophy. So uh, I, I know that the feeling there is it was worth it. But, you know, let's get back to reality and build this thing again. So uh, they have to get their assets. They have to get their cap cleaned up. And Jalen Ramsey was the way to go. It makes the Dolphins really, really interesting uh, with all the talent they have. Uh, but as far as I, I think the teams have their philosophies for whatever. When they feel close to, to being able to, you know, tie, tie a bow up and, and really make a Super Bowl run, they, they, they can play it like the Rams, but the Rams were unique. You're talking about L.A. 
a market, and that's where I grew up, that hadn't had football in more than 20 years. So what sells in L.A.? you got to sell stardom and success. And they, they captured it, and now they now they got to go back to building it the way, the way it's traditionally been built. It's great stuff from Chris Mortensen of ESPN NFL Insider joining us on the Body Works Plus guest hotline. Of course, you can follow him on Twitter at Mort Report. Mort, thank you so much for the time. We really appreciate it. All right, have fun, guys. Thanks, Mort.